Hey guys, Kale here. So what is the secret to cultural adaptation in missions today? The Apostle Paul famously said in 1 Corinthians 9 that I am made all things to all men so that I might by all means save some. Hudson Taylor, the famous missionary of antiquity, he dressed in native Chinese clothing so that he would have the opportunity to share the gospel with Chinese people when he went there. So what does that look like in 2023? This is something that is discussed in missiology classes all around the globe. What does it look like to adapt to culture when we move to the missions field, cross-cultural, across the ocean, whatever it may be, in the attempt to share the gospel with whoever lives there? Well, I want to talk about three things that I've learned from my experience in living on the mission field in uh, Hungary coming from the Ameri- from the United States of America, and also things that, you know, these experiences, they, they aren't the most important thing. It, these experiences have to line up with what the scripture says as well. So I want to share with you three specific things. But before we do that, I want to give you this. Culture is amoral, except when it isn't. And what does that mean? Well, amoral just literally means without uh, regards to morals. It's not immoral, meaning it doesn't have morals, and it's and it's not uh, morally good by nature as well. The default is amoral; it's neutral, but it it's amoral except when it isn't. And that sounds like a paradox, and it kind of is. What what I mean by that is all culture isn't necessarily evil by default. Most of the time, it's neutral and just different from your own culture, and so that can create culture shock, of course. Um, but sometimes as missionaries, we just assume that whatever the culture is there is that we have to somehow teach them how to have the Christian culture, which I understand. Let, let me dive into that before you, you know, tar and feather me here. The only time a culture is wrong is when it is in direct contradiction to what the Bible says. That's what I mean. Culture in and of itself is neutral until it crosses the line to where it's sin. So, for instance, if a culture says that polygamy is okay, that part of the culture is wrong. doesn't mean the whole culture is wrong, but that is wrong. Uh, you could, drunkenness. If drunkenness is fine, if that's lo- for some reason l- looked, like as a, looked upon as a good thing, well, then that's wrong. Abuse of women. Wrong. Sin. Sexual lasciviousness. Wrong. Lying, cheating, stealing, go figure, some cultures, that's the norm. It's wrong. But the only reason it's wrong is because the Bible says it's wrong. See, it's it's not wrong because in my American Western Christian mindset, I think it's wrong. It's wrong when it crosses the line in the scriptures to being sin. But that doesn't mean that everything in the culture is wrong just because it's different from the culture that you come from. So when we're talking about cultural adaptation, what are the three things that that I've learned personally about adapting to culture? Well, number one, be humble. Be humble. Not everything that you like to do or wear or eat or watch on TV is better just because it's what you are familiar with. Does that make sense? Sometimes we think that... uh, or, or at least missionaries in the past have went to the field with almost with this superiority conf, complex, you know, like everything about me and my culture is better. And so I have to take all of that to you. And that's not always necessarily true. And it was for sure never true in in the uh, absolute context that everything about my culture is better than yours. That's certainly not true. What do we want to export to them? 
the gospel. That's what we want to export to them. So don't seek to export your American or Western, I'm going to call it churchianity rather than Christianity, because Christianity is biblical. Churchianity is your American or Western uh, culture of whatever church is supposed to look like. Take the Bible to the culture that you are in and then let God build the church. However, that looks You don't have to pretend to be someone that you're not when you're on the field, but be humble that you don't know everything, right? And don't act superior to the people that you're trying to reach, and that will go far. So number one is be humble. Then number two, be aware. In order to adapt to culture, you have to intentionally live within it and observe it. You can't just live in a gated community outside the culture where the plebs live beneath you. And serve you, I mean, my goodness, that's certainly not the example that Jesus set when he came to reach us. You have to live amongst the people like Jesus did. Meet them where they're at and be aware as to how they live. So, for instance, where do they buy groceries? Do they drive cars or do they take public transport? Where do they go to school? How do they dress? That, that that's the com- that's the first thing that everyone thinks of, maybe because of Hudson Taylor. Um, but so as just as a example, where where I'm from, or in America, and especially in American churchianity, we love like branded T-shirts. You know, um, you know, we always have T-shirts from different events that we've done, youth group outings, summer camps, church events, whatever. Um, when you walk around in the part of Europe that I'm from, it's a lot of blank T-shirts. Um, if they're wearing t-shirts, a lot of button-up shirts, a lot of blank t-shirts or like Calvin Klein or something like that. Um, and off brands, I'm not saying expensive. I'm just saying, if you walk around in printed branded, uh, you know, graphic tees, you stand out, you look like an American. So I don't wear these very often when I go out and about, um, it doesn't matter. It's just me being aware. It's just observing. I wouldn't have noticed that if I wasn't trying to notice that, how do they interact with strangers? Um, when you're a guy from the Midwest like me and you move to Eastern uh, Europe, uh, people don't just wave at strangers walking down the sidewalk uh, on the road. They just they just don't. It doesn't mean you can't. It just means that they don't. And I'm aware of that. I, I've noticed that. Um, you're not trying to make someone feel uncomfortable when you don't even know them yet. It's just being aware. Be humble. Be aware. How do they talk to elderly people? There's in, in Hungarian, there's an entire set of grammar that is formal grammar that is used to speak to people who are elderly or people in authority or in the government or things like that. It's, or or your teachers when you're a kid in school, it's not even just like polite speaking, um, or, or being respectful. Like when you're taught, yes, sir, no, ma'am in English, this is an entirely different set of grammar rules. And so, you know, be aware of that. How do they think about things? How do they think about politics? doesn't mean you have to get into politics, but you know how many Americans would love to just, you know, insert their superior politics on the people where they're from. Maybe the people where you're from have no idea or completely disagree. Be aware, be aware, be humble. Got to start there and then be aware, be observant of what's going on around you. And then number three, be willing. So you're, you're being humble and you're being aware, you're observing, now you have to be willing to actually learn these things and then adapt to them and actually do them. And this takes work and it takes sacrifice. Um, I'll start with the language. If you're going to move to another country and you don't speak the native, most widely spoken language in that country, are you willing to learn it? Because I'll tell you what, the key to understanding the language or, or the key rather to understanding the culture 
is the language. Are you willing to put in the time and the work for years to be able to learn it so that you can understand the culture and to be able to meet them where they're at in their heart language to share the gospel and to teach them the Bible? You have to be willing. You can always find things like private schools, private hospitals, expensive Western grocery stores and clothes stores. Um, are you willing to live like the locals? Now, listen, I mean, where I live, I live in the capital city of a, of a European country. People go to the mall. It's, that's okay. That's not wrong. Be aware of where, where do you live? Do you live in a village? Do you live in a capital city? How do those people live? And are you willing to adapt to live like that? That's the idea. Um, you know, if, if the, if the people you're trying to reach don't send their kids to private missionary schools and, and send their kids to private hospitals to get braces and, and, and go to expensive Western grocery stores to buy American root beer or or Pringles or whatever, I'm not saying you can't have some of those things just, you know, laying around, but like, are you willing to adapt your lifestyle to how they lived? Because that's, that's the key to reaching people is adapting to how they live. Public transportation versus having a car. Or how about this? Because I own a car too, but most people in this city, Budapest has really good public transportation. I have a car because we need a car, but 90% of the time we take the public transport because it's easier, it's cheaper, it's actually fairly reliable until you need it to be and then that's when it's late. But you know what? When the bus is late and everyone's late for work or their appointment, so are we. Um, I, I've always heard uh, missionaries that, that I know who live in like uh, South America or, or poor countries in Africa. You know what, man, when the water or the power goes out at everyone else's house, it goes off at our house because we're just one of them. And, and that's the idea. Whatever you observe, be willing to just do that too, because you're trying to be one of them and you're trying to reach them where they're at. Um, now, let me give you the caveat to all of that. In my opinion, none of this means that you can't speak English in your home or have a cell phone or watch American Netflix. Um, it, it doesn't mean that you have to live in a slum or in a cave unless that's the people you're trying to reach, unless that's where your target people group lives. Do, do you see the difference? When you go to the field, it doesn't mean that you have to give up everything and never get on Facebook and, and never speak English in your home. That would actually, that would actually be a bad thing in, if you have kids, that that's the opposite of what you want to do. Um, that's probably a topic for a different episode, but you don't have to give up everything about yourself. The idea is, are you willing to one, be humble two be aware of how everyone around you lives? And then three, be willing to adjust and adapt to those things so that you can more easily have opportunity to reach them. I, I really think it comes down to those three things. It's not, it's not as mysterious as we can sometimes make it seem in uh, missions classes. You don't have to pretend that you're not American. Okay. And I, maybe you're listening to this. You're not American or whatever ethnicity you are. You don't have to pretend that you're not that because spoiler alert, they know you aren't. I mean, if, if you're not natively from that country or have ancestors from that country or you don't natively speak the language, listen, very few missionaries ever get mistaken for a native. I know that's the romantic dream that we all have is to be mistaken for a native. Some do. I, I get it. And some people have the looks to go to a certain place or they learn a language incredibly well. But listen, the, the, the secret spoiler is that even if you learn the language really well, you're probably still going to have a slight accent. It, they, they know 
they they probably know depending on how long you've lived there you don't blend in you look different you sound different maybe you dress the same and talk the same and do the same things but you're always the outsider so you don't have to pretend that you're not an american but you know what they will respond to your humility your awareness and your willingness to adapt to their culture that's what they respond to not your ability to completely shed everything about you but your willingness to be humble and to be aware and to be um just willing to adapt to their culture and 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 all it takes is humility awareness and and a willingness to do that and uh, that's what i've learned and obviously you compare that with the scripture and you know bringing it full circle now that doesn't apply to uh sin i mean if a culture thinks that stealing is good and admirable well, you don't say, well, I'm a, I got to become a thief so that I can reach thieves. No, no, that's that's not what we're saying here. You don't, but but, but we also don't throw the baby out with the bathwater either just because there are s- some things in a culture that are obviously sinful. That doesn't mean that we just export American or Western churchianity into their culture and make them do whatever we think church is supposed to look like. That's the idea. So are you humble? Are you aware? Are you willing? And if you're trying to be a missionary someday, um, keep those things in mind. Uh, if you're going on a short-term mission trip, even if it's a, a week or two week trip, you can do those three things. So as just to be less offensive and to have more opportunities to share the gospel. Thank you guys so much for watching. Hope this was somewhat helpful to you. I'll see you back here next week. Same time, same place on ministry and missions unfiltered. See ya. Mm-hmm.